Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everyone. This is Raise Your Voice as part of the D-Rays Bay Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brett Rutherford, and on this week's episode, we'll be talking about your American League Player of the Week, Isak Paredes, the return of star shortstop Wander Franco to the active roster, and soon we might see another young, young Rays player rejoin the team as Luis Patino was looking sharp in his latest rehab start. To talk about all of that and much, much more, I am joined by the one and only Ian Malinowski. Ian, it's been a while, but I'm glad I could finally get you back on the show. What's going on, man? Have me on, Brett. It's um, it's been it's been one of those those stretches that that tries men's souls, and and gladly I think the Rays are 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 coming out of it a little bit, but but I'm I'm kind of here to talk about. It. I think we need to enjoy the bad times too. We'll 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 get to all of that later. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely interesting. These last two seasons, uh, 2020 and 2021, as much as I enjoyed them, uh, they, they felt a little easy at times. You know, the Rays were just, you know, they didn't really hit those those lulls that we're seeing them hit this year. And yeah, like you said, we will talk about that a little bit later on. The first player I want to talk about, though, is the newest American League player of the week. He beat out players like Alejandro Kirk and Shohei Otani. That's Isak Paredes, who last week had a 579 batting average, 619 on base in a 1474 slugging percentage that's a that was good for a 488 wrc plus he hit five home runs and over the week accumulated 1.1 wins above replacement according to fan graphs a truly incredible week including uh, a three home run game against the yankees uh, the, the third three home run game in like four seasons against the yankees for a race player looking at Brandon Lau and Travis Darno, and then a walk-off to conclude the week. Um, I thought Otani might win it, but Paredes was ultimately given the award. Ian, I want to talk a little bit about Isak Paredes as a player, but first, how fun was it to kind of watch him go on this tear this week? I mean, it's, it's incredibly fun. Um, we, I think that, that we, we had pretty decently high expectation, expectations for Paredes, and I just want to emphasize this is not what anyone expected. No one in, in their right mind expected this. So, so pulling, pulling the, um, all the hitters in baseball who have had at least 100 plate appearances, Paredes has had 100, 108, so he's on the low end of that. But um, of those players, sorting by isolated power, um, number one is Mike Trout. Number two is Itzhak Paredes. Um, with a 357 ISO, uh, filling out that list, you have you have Buxton, Judge, Al- Alvarez, Ramirez, all of the people you expect, and Isaac Paredes, who who was basically given up on. It, it, it's not quite fair to say they gave up; they traded him for another good player, but given up on by the Detroit Tigers because. He he just wasn't impacting the ball with with enough power. They didn't think he was going to. And here he is, your second place in the league, 
most isolated power. Um, so yeah, this is this is not normal. Um, it's worth just just in, enjoying for what it is, which is a really hot streak. And also at the same time, I think we can comfortably say that 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 Isaac Freitas has made some changes to his game. Um, and he's he's a very good player that we, we should expect to be a good player go, going forward. Yeah, I think the fan base was a little unsure when, you know, you trade Austin Meadows only a couple of weeks before the start of the season and Isak Paredes plus a draft pick. That was the return. I, I mean, even myself, I thought I wasn't sure what Meadows market value was. And even as a person who was never the biggest Austin Meadows fan, I thought the return seemed a little light. Yeah, before the trade, I, I had never heard of him. I, I, I had no idea who who this was. Um, the interesting thing right after the trade is I think everyone kind of had that what meadows for who um and then like you take a step back and you look at it and and the like the the various projection systems have him as the same quality of player as meadows like like it was like a one for one similar quality players both good players um obviously there's there's more projection in creators because he hadn't done it yet but but he had he had he had controlled the strike zone um, at the minor league level, exceptionally well, and and in terms of translating minor league stats to to major league league stats, in the lower minors, the most important thing is is hitting for average, hit, hitting for power, controlling the strike zone doesn't matter so much in the low minors. In the high minors, that flips. Guys who control control the strike zone in in AAA have a, have a good chance of of doing it in in the major league too. So, Praise had shown transferable skills. Um, the numbers-based projection systems loved him. He had been a hundred, a top top hundred prospect. He had he had fallen off that. Um, so reasonable expectations of Paredes were to be a very a very good player. It was kind of like the Rays had swapped out out a good hitting lefty bat in Meadows for a good hitting righty bat, which, which is what what we have forever thought that the Rays needed that they needed another good good righty. And at, at, at that point, so it was like. A swap to, to get younger, get cheaper, um, optimize the lineup for for righties, and and to this point, I mean, the race have really hit 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 the jackpot in, in that um, um, he's when he's hit the ball, he's he, he's pulling the ball in the air all the time. Um, yeah. your, your power your power com comes out when you pull pull the ball in the air, and Paredes is is, is doing almost almost nothing but that. Um, so, so that's that that's great for for showing power. Um, the, the 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 sort of obvious comp in this is Jose Batista, who was a a journeyman player with who who can controlled the strike zone and was was fine, and then all of a sudden he just started started swinging harder, swinging, getting his timing earlier, pulling the ball in the air at an insane rate, and, and became MVP candidate Batista. I don't think Paredes is going to keep up that, but it's he's made he's made sort of a similar transition there, and like that's 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 the possible level. Yeah, um, and going back to that trade, you know, you also have that draft pick in your back pocket now, and uh, it also created more plate appearances at least at least initially, and then it has so more recently for a, pro a prospect like Josh Lowe. And while that hasn't worked out at the big league level quite yet for Josh Lowe. Um, I can only assume that that was part of the thought process for the Rays in trading Austin Meadows. It sounded like maybe they had been shopping in the last couple off seasons, 
Uh, they finally found a, a, a dance partner, and, and they, they bring in Isak Paredes, who, through only 108 plate appearances, now leads the team in home runs. Uh, that's not saying much. The Rays haven't hit a ton of home runs this year, um, but he's still got a 165 WRC plus and now 1.4 wins above replacement. Now, half of those home runs came last week, and all but 0.3 of, of that war came last week. But hey, they count the same, and he was a big part of the Rays having a successful week. You know, they won four games. Uh, they they were able to sweep Pittsburgh. And, and ultimately, I think he's really carved himself a place on this active roster for, for the remainder of the season. And it's it's just been really fun to watch. Uh, the other guy who likes to swing hard and swing a lot that is back in the Rays lineup as of Sunday uh, is Wander Franco. Uh, returning from the IL, he was dealing with um, some leg injuries. Uh, and, and Ian, what is it like to see Wander Franco? What does it mean for this Rays lineup to have him back? I mean, it, it, it's huge because because um, Wander Franco was probably the best over, overall player, um, and and he was he was the the best or more more likely second best hitter um, on, on on the Rays. The best the best being being Brandon Lau, obviously. And, and you take you take you take any team and remove their top two hitters, and and, and that lineup is is going. Going to look a lot, a lot, a lot less, less, less dangerous. Now, 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 Ben, Ben Clemens of Fangraphs, who I absolutely love, um, went went and, and did did the actual exercise on this. He he tried to to um, um, remove the top two hitters on every major league team and replace them with their likely replacements and see and see um, sort of who ended up projected as the best. And the Rays actually were the top projected team. So the Rays. Were in all of baseball, allegedly, possibly best best prepared to remove to lose their top two hitters, which is great, um, but it's much better not to. Um, it's it, it's it's a lot better to have Wander Franco back. And at, at the same time, I just I want to I'm I'm tempering my own excitement because so Wander Franco is obviously dealing with 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 leg problems. I don't know. I don't know where that was playing playing in his mind. Um, he was like starting with this: when do I run? When do I not run? It seemed it seemed like it was weighing on on him. Um, that may have affected his hitting in all sorts of ways. At the same time, Juan Franco is is a is a, a 21 year old um, almost rookie um, who who I also think was having legitimate growing growing pains in the major leagues. Um, um, pitchers had figured out that he was having having trouble recognizing changeups. It also it also figured out that he has he has amazing bat talent. He can he can hit anything, but because of that, he he they're able to 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 walk him off the plate and get him hitting their pitches. Um, and 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 like I I'm I'm sure I'm sure Franco will will adjust. Um, but this doesn't change the fact that that. The majors are are hard, so it's like Juan Franco before he went on on, on on IL reminded me of Adam Jones. It's like Adam Jones, you could you could walk high fastballs up and up and up up in the zone against them, and he he'd swing at all of them, and and he he'd make contact on, on on all of them. You could come off that drop drop a, a vicious curve below the zone, he'd foul 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 foul, foul that off too. Um, it was. It was amazing what he could make make contact with, 
when he when he had seen it, especially when, when, when you're walking him somewhere, you, you couldn't beat him by going by going further. At the same time, he would have been better off as an offensive player if he had been able to like set the line and stop stop swinging at that sure 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 ball. Um, so we don't want we don't want Wander Franco to be Adam Jones. Adam Jones was great. We want Wander Franco to be a lot better than Adam Jones. So like this is this is where I, th I think those expectations ha have to be tempered because he, he's going to have to have to continue to adjust to how good major league pitchers are, are how smart they are, how how much they, they will figure him specifically out, um, and 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 uh, we're going to get 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 to see that over over the next, the next couple of weeks, and that's better that's better than not seeing it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You want him to get through those growing pains and hopefully with, with a Brandon Lau back in the lineup sooner rather than later. We don't know when exactly that will happen. I'm touching on that, the mentality that, that Wander will have. I mean, you look around about a year ago, uh, around this time of year, the, he came up for the first time right, and the Rays offense was, was struggling to, to even tread water. And I think that's what we've seen over the last uh, 30 or so days, even, you know, right before he got hurt, the Rays offense was starting to trend downwards. And over the last month, they've been towards the bottom of the league and a lot of different numbers. So, you know, still for a 21 years old, a 21 year old, who's now not only the phenom rookie, but also the phenom rookie with the, the 12 year contract. Um, there's got to be a lot of pressure there for a kid like Wander Franco to come up. Uh, the Rays are seemingly out of the division race, but right in the thick of things for, for a wild card spot. And you just hope that the, the there's no pressure on him that he feels to to pull this team out of, out of the slump they're going on right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know Franco's, Franco's mental state. I have no idea what it is like to be the most supremely gifted athlete in, in the entire league. Um, I would, I would hope that, that, that the Rays are able to, to create sort of the situation where, where he can, he can just be himself. And I think, I think with the, with the like run, but don't run hard thing that was going on, I, th I think, I think that, 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 that may have played, played into some of the like weird mental state, like having to, having to think a little bit too much about what you're doing at, at any given time. Um, one more quick quick note about about Franco because because this is the thing that both has me intrigued and and nervous about him. Um, so so um, JT has 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 pointed out um, pointed out in our Slack that you can you can predict a, a player's um, strikeout rate roughly by their swinging swinging strike strike rate um, and and this works the majority of the time. It works as like a decent estimator. Wander, Wander Franco is swinging through a lot more pitches than you than you would expect given his low low strikeout rate, um, and and and, and this, this doesn't necessarily mean that that he's he's going to 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 start striking out more. It does mean that that Wander Franco is weird and special and and and, and unique and 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 like when people are, are at the edge of this, like I don't know what how to deal with them. Nobody knows. Um, so, like, so like that's that's seems like an unstable situation. I don't know which way it will collapse. If it will, if it will collapse, but th that's that's just sort of the the um, the experience of of unique talents. Yeah, yeah. I think with 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 Wander, um, it's like you said, it's better to see him kind of go through these these growing pains in the major leagues than than rehabbing in in Durham, and uh, hopefully. Uh, 
you know, we get to see him kind of round into form here as we get into the, to the midsummer months. Uh, the one casualty, the roster casualty for, for Wander Franco was Jonathan Aranda uh, getting sent down. He, he only got three plate appearances in the big leagues, but he made the most out of them. Uh, he, he had a huge hit and ended up being a walk-off victory over the Pirates. He had an RBI single uh, in his first major league at bat. His parents were there to see it. Um, so it was nice to see him up in the big leagues finally get that shot that some fans have been clamoring for. Uh, but ultimately, what what do you think his demotion uh, I, I, I really struggle to call it a demotion because he was really up here to just fill a spot for a week. Uh, it wasn't because of his play, but what do you think that says about how the Rays view him as a prospect? I mean, I, I think I think that it, it's because um, Peter Bendix um, hates offense and wants Rays Twitter to be sad, um, and 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 is 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 doing it to 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 spite everyone who knows that that, that Aranda is is. The savior that we need right now. Um, no, obviously. Um, it, so, in all in all seriousness, um, in the short time he, he was up here, we, we had we had evidence of two things. Um, we, had, we had evidence that that the Rays believe that his bat is legitimately good. Um, we know this because he he pinch hit for for another lefty for for Rayleigh um, late in a high. High, high high leverage situation. Um, pinch hitting for a sa- same handed batter only works if you are significantly better. Um, we should believe that 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 Rayleigh is somewhere around average, um, a, a a little bit above possibly. Um, and the fact that the Rays pin, pinch hit for for him means that they believe that Aranda is at least ten percent better than than that so 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 I, I think i think we can say with 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 real certainty that, that that the rays believe that 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 his bat is legit and will play at the major league level the other thing um that sort of counters that is is we also know and this is what what scouting evaluators have 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 said whenever they, whenever they've watched him which is that he really has no position he is a poor poor fielder um the, he he maybe he can play first base, but he's 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 short for first base. He's not he's not sure-handed. He's maybe more suited suited for second base just because he can't handle first base. This is not a good a good scouting um, scouting evaluation. And and if this is true, he's a 24 year old designated hitter designated hitter, which is which is great if his back can handle it and possibly it can. Um, but we have, we have some, some, we have, we have confirmation by the Rays, um, um, actions over the long term and, and in, in that same, same exact game that, that they think Bruhan is the better player overall. Um, otherwise Aranda would be up. Otherwise Bruhan wouldn't have been, been pinch hitting earlier in that game. Um, Aranda, I, I'm, su- I'm super excited for him. Um, I expect to see him up later in the season. If Jiman Choi gets hurt, Aranda's coming coming up. The Rays will need that left-handed bat. But I, I think I think we should all pump the brakes on on wanting to see so much more Aranda because we we may not like everything everything that we see if he's forced into an everyday second base role. And the other thing I think it just reinforces like th- this is a really hard team to to get a spot on 
I mean, this is a team that won the American League East each of the last two years. They won 100 games last year. Uh, it is hard to break onto this roster, and a lot of these prospects that are kind of waiting last year, you know, it was Bruhan and Lowe. This year it's Aranda, and I, I mean, I guess Luke Rayleigh, who's also still up with the team. These are major leaguers in a lot of different organizations that are just having it, especially when you're a, a, a DH like we think Aranda might be, it's hard to, to, to get a spot on a roster, uh, especially when the Rays have got a lot of infield talent. Yeah, there's a lot of players who don't especially have anything to prove or anything to learn in AAA at this point. Um, and, 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 and they have, they have some pretty poor batting lines at the major league, league level, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean that we should expect the same going forward. And it doesn't mean that, that they will improve by, by, by going back and once again crushing AAA. AAA is easier than, than, than the major league. That's, that's just, just the way baseball is. Um, so there, there are there are more players that are, that a reasonable person would want to see play in the majors than there are major league rosters, which is which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but you hope. Yeah, like I said, we hope Aranda gets up soon and. Uh, maybe he can have more of an impact than just the three plate appearances he had this past week. So we're going to take a quick break. And on the other side, talk a little bit about Luis Patino and the rest of the Rays starting rotation as we're now heading into the month of July. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And we're back on Raise Your Voice here with Ian Malinowski. Ian, Luis Patino, who we've only seen once in the big leagues this year, way back in the first week of the season, he had he headed straight to the IL, only pitched, I think, to one batter in that game. Um, he's on his rehab assignment. He pitched two games down in Port Charlotte in the Complex League. His last three outings have come at AAA Durham, the most recent of which he went five innings, struck out seven, uh, gave up two runs, and walked none in that appearance. So it looks like... He could be joining the the big league roster as early as this coming week. Maybe they give him one more start. Maybe they try to use more of those rehab days. Uh, but what are your thoughts on Luis Patino and, and and what he will bring to the big league roster? I mean, I I'm I'm, I'm very high on 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 Luis Patino. I'm 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 excited to to see him back back up here. Um, I feel I feel a little bit like a broken record is. You know, that I, I I temper my enthusiasm that I I am not I am not confident that he will pitch to a low ERA in his first several games up here. Um, I mean, oblique injuries are are terribly difficult. Uh, a person like a person can come back from them and they're healthy, and healthy is not the same thing as 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 being completely in control of of the torsion in in in. In, in emotion, it, it, it's a hard injury to shake. Um, I was I was pretty upset when when he when he suffered that, and and I'm pretty nervous about seeing what his ability to command the baseball and repeat his his delivery looks like when he comes back. At the same time, um, the Rays the Rays liked Patino because because they thought that he was a supremely athletic 
pitcher um, making it in in the major leagues at age age 21. Um, this this is this is a time when 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 almost everyone else is is still in 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 double A, triple A, they aren't they aren't sniffing the majors, and Patino was 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 here. Um, at the same time, the the supremely athletic pitcher that was making the majors at age twenty one that the Rays acquired was raw and unfinished. Um, I don't think think San Diego did his development any 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 favors. Um, uh, frankly, his 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 pitch shapes when he came over made very very little sense um so 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 i think i think i think the race pitching development has 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 put him through this process of of, of tweaking and 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 optimizing and, and and getting getting the pitches to to getting the different components of, of the pitch to, to to work work together getting the whole repertoire to work to work, to work with each other um and and what we want to see with 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 Patino is is a player who's 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 going to to um, slowly develop away from the almost major league pitcher that he was in 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 San Diego and, and towards towards a much much higher high, higher upside. Um, I, I, just, I just have have to throw one pitch shape thing thing out here. So 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 Patino's slider. When he arrived, it had seam shifted wake working in the opposite direction of its magnus, magnus effect. Uh, these are these are two different forces on the pitch working in opposite directions, um, creating a pitch that that moves less than than they would if they were aligned. If there was only 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 one of them, it was it was a terribly unoptimized pitch. The Rays have slowed it down a little a little change change its spin angle a little bit there they're, they're, they've been tweaking with that and we were about to see the 2022 20, version of that and all we got was was what was was three innings like this is this is like the start of the season this is when we first get to see what the new Luis Patino looks like um there's some videos of, out of out of out of Durham that were talked talked about in the in the comments uh in at um, showing a pitch that looks like it it has more vertical depth than some previous previous ones we have seen. I can't tell from 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 that Durham camera angle whether 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 I, I think it's a curve. Maybe it's a changeup. Maybe it's a more vertical slider. I I, I don't know. It's it, it's possibly different than, than than we've we've seen before. And I'm mostly excited to to just get to see the progression of Luis Patino. That we missed out on for the whole beginning of this year. Yeah, I mean, I'll just get to see them on the trop camera angle, right? You really get to see those those pitchers in action. Uh, Best camera angle in baseball. It definitely is, unless he makes that first appearance back uh, in Toronto this weekend. So we'll see about that. How do you expect them to work him into the rotation? Is the, is is anybody in danger of getting bumped from the rotation or moved into a slightly different role, or is there a good chance the Rays? at least for maybe the next couple months as we head towards, you know, we get into the pennant race, uh, might roll with a six-man rotation. People have, have been saying that 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 Garza Jr. is going to get bumped for a long time now. I think I think this this is this is probably the time. Um, uh, the 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 race pitching staff is in kind of a weird place right now. Um, there's a lot of one inning relievers. There are starting pitchers, there are 
one one inning relievers and there's and then Garza is sort of has this this spot that he's held on to because he's he's the guy who's theoretically able to soak up two three innings um, and and no one else on the Rays roster quite quite fits that. Um, I can't see him surviving Patino coming coming back up because because there there, there will simply be there will be too many better pitchers and 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 I don't know if if Patino bumps um, someone in, into sort of a long relief but still on a starter scheduled role um, or if Patino jumps into into this like piggyback role I think I think that all the people that the Rays are currently starting right now will remain on five or six day schedules um, they, they want to remain stretched out they're they're succeeding as, as starters they'll, 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 they'll remain on that schedule that's not the same thing as necessarily start starting games um, yeah. the thing that that the Rays are really missing right now as compared to, compared to, 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 to previous years um, as compared to, to last year, really is is um that Colin Colin McHugh role um who is a person who who can who can go three innings even 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 four innings but they're they're high quality high high leverage innings um the Rays sort of invented this this role that's the the long reliever who is one of your best pitchers and I think that it, it's really showing now where the, their long reliever is their worst pitcher, um, and, and and that's that's a problem with with their sort of model of reliever usage. And Patino won't quite fix that because they're going to want to keep him on the regimented schedule. Um, but he, he adds more innings into into the mix, and I think what they'll do is say we'll take these more innings and figure the rest out. I think someone that could have been in that role would have been Jeffrey Springs. Instead, he's just he's just become a starter. Um, and right now, technically, the Rays are at a four man rotation. If Patino is back this week, he'd he'd be the fifth out of like true starters. Uh, but Drew Rasmussen, the reports are that he could be back uh, by next week, um, and then things get a little interesting there. Again, you know these things tend to work themselves out. Um, you tend to always you know you, teams are never in a spot where they've just got too much pitching uh, usually someone will take an il stint something happens something comes up none of these guys are pitching 100 percent healthy um but you know i'd love it if if patina's back rasmussen's back and everybody currently on the team stays healthy as they continue to rehab guys like uh, tyler glass now and yanni torinos if everybody remembered that that he still exists and it's a part of this organization uh, brendan mckay as well whatever he's up to at the time and i'll say fleming has been has been pitching amazingly well well at Durham. I think I think at some point we will we will see Fleming again. Um, I think I think that if 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 it was later in the season, we would have Fleming up now in, in sort of that that long long relief role. But that because there's still a lot of room for these things to unfortunately work themselves out 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 out, out with injury. The Rays are are keeping him stretched out, uh, keeping him sharp as. As, as a starter there if because you can't go from reliever to 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 starter quickly one, one once once we get closer and the Rays are trying to get the best pitchers on the roster I, I think I think I think Fleming probably becomes one one of these longer relief start um longer relief high high leverage guys a couple pitchers that I want to talk to you about in that starting rotation and we're starting to see 
I think um, the usage differ for these guys. I mean, the first is Corey or Shane McClanahan. Let's start with Shane McClanahan, who is top 10 in the major leagues in innings pitched this season, 91 and a third. Um, he's on pace to shatter his, his career high in innings. Are you shocked that he's, he's thrown this many to this point in the season? I'm not shocked that he's this good. This was always a possibility for him to be this good. And the problem is when you're, when you're that good, then the, the times to the order penalty doesn't limit your innings. So, so, so the Rays need to limit his innings artificially if they're keeping him at this, the, this sort of last year plus some amount cap. Um, and I think, I think that the front office is probably very nervous about, about this, this right now and nervous about figuring out how, how to limit those innings because Shane is doing everything that he can um, not to, and frankly, the Rays need those innings now. They haven't they haven't been able to build that length through other other spots of the rotation and and and, and through the bullpen the bullpen to 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 um to try to win the games that they need to win to to stay in the AL East race and simultaneously limit limit Shane's innings. But I mean, it's 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 the same thing. This the same quote unquote problem. The race had with Tyler Tyler Glass now that that on the day that Glass now got hurt, he was leading the majors in in innings because he was he was he was so effective. There was no there was no performance based reason to 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 limit him. Most of the times the Rays find those. They're, they're mostly limiting people so as to win games. Um, and 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 great pitchers don't let you let you do this so yes i think i think the rays are, are very nervous about his innings load and, and and are looking for for a way to limit that and they just haven't been able to find it yet yeah um and the other one I, the other guy i want to talk about um because i i i don't know i wasn't watching this game up until the, the very end uh but when Corey kluber was pulled after just 63 pitches over the weekend uh, a move that in terms of you know the way the game played out didn't pay off because Jalen Beeks came in and gave up a few runs. Um, I don't know if this decision was, was, was more tactical or more, okay, Corey Kluber's a guy who hasn't thrown a whole lot of innings over the last three seasons. He's older. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, of wear and tear on his arm. It's a good way that, okay, we can bring Beeks in here and, you know, tap him off at 63 pitches for the day. I don't know if you were watching this game, Ian. I mean, what are your thoughts on Corey Kluber and how, how he's been used? I think Kluber is pitching great, and at the same time, I think he he is not in that 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 level that 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 old Kluber was that 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 Glass now and and McClanahan are, where you want to pitch them as much as you possibly can. So so like um and 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 the Rays are are pretty careful with with people's innings and, 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 and don't want, like, I sincerely believe that the Rays are not, are not the, um, evil, heartless, um, cold, unfeeling analytics team. Some people make, the, make them out to be, and, and that they, they care about not ruining a Corey Kluber's arm. Um, so they, I think that the miles he has, the injuries he has on it are, a good a good reason to pull. And the interesting thing about this specific game, though, is is that it's like you can you can mo- and 
and and Ray's, Ray's PR will will tell you that this is not the case, and that he's definitely making decisions in 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 the moment. But you can mostly predict what Kevin Cash will do by working backward from from which relievers have have the most rest, and you can decide who has to pitch that day because the rest of the relievers will almost always pitch, and then you then you figure out who can pitch, and and um and you can basically get get pretty close to who he's going to get in 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 a game and the way the way that game set up is that um he he wanted beaks and he wanted garza to pitch and he wanted nobody else um so 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 like his his uh his goal his, his job there as as the manager was was get through this game as a win with kluver beaks and garza and and like that that was kind of hard job and and the way that this set up for him was um, with four four innings left. He had he had he had three lefties in a row. So so that's 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 the perfect time to get Beaks in if you want to get the most the most length out of Beaks. If you're if you're stretching Beaks for Two innings, and, and, and I'll just say I'm not I'm not sure what Jalen Beeks is this year. I have never been totally sure what he is. Is he is he an almost starter? Is he a back end and reliever? Is he good? Is, is he not good? Is he long? Is is he not long? I think I think as a part of his rehab coming back from surgery, the Rays are pretty careful about his innings and are not having him go as long as they were before the injury. Um, so I, I think that the Beaks is definitely not what he was, but in this case, they wanted two innings from him. And that that meant get him the three lefties in a row and then get him the bottom of the order. And that's your best chance of getting two scoreless innings out of Jalen Beaks. And then that left the rest, the rest, the rest of, of the game for, for Garza. And and um, and Cash was was just gonna gonna roll with it, hope the offense scores runs, hope Garza figures it out. It's, it, it's always a little bit white 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 knuckles, but that's Garza's job as long as, as he's he's on the roster, he has to actually do it. So so I, I kind of think that um I know Cash got a lot of heat in 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 the fan base. Um he's cash is right most of the time and, and this is one of those times when he had it right. That was his best chance of getting through that game while not pushing pushing um um what's the name of the starting pitcher who we're talking about right now Corey Kluber not pushing Kluber not pushing Beeks to do something he's not equipped 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 to do it was it was a good plan Beeks just came in and had no command against against those 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 lefties um players players have to have to execute their their jobs too um and manager can't can't really control that part. You see, I the way the way I watched that game, I just thought Kevin Cash could foresee David Bednar falling apart in the ninth inning, and the Rays coming back to miraculously win off a, an Isak Paredes uh, walk off. That's how I thought he managed the game. But I, I think I like your take a little better. Uh, we're gonna take one more quick break, and on the other side, he's gonna raise his voice a little bit about how to process as a fan losing streaks. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. 
Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And we're back on Raise Your Voice here with Ian Malinowski. We've talked about uh, Wander Franco back to the lineup, Isak Paredes, you know, really finding his power swing. And the Rays pitching usage is, is now, now as an innings management really kind of comes into the forefront as we're into June and July and headed towards the pennant race. Um, but it's been a, a weird month of June for the Rays. It's going to come to an end this week. They'll be in Toronto. We'll, we'll see uh, which players do and don't make that trip for uh, non-roster uh, reasons, but for vaccination reasons. But it's been a rough month, I think. Uh, there's been a lot of injuries. It hasn't felt quite as easy as it has to, to kind of just steamroll through the division uh, like the Rays did in a shortened 2020 and through 2021 as well, where they won 100 games. Um, so I think Rays fans, we've kind of had to learn to to watch some some losing streaks, go go through some losing streaks, and it's frustrating at times. But ultimately, I think you just got to keep uh, you know looking at the light at the end of the tunnel, and and, and they're coming off a three game sweep of of Pittsburgh. Uh, but Ian, I know you wanted to raise your voice a little bit about uh, processing losing. Yeah, so like I'll I'll, I'll fess up. I was not a Rays fan. I was not a I was not a baseball fan before 2007. I I, I became a fan in 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 2007, and the, the Rays were were not good then, but but they were they were interesting. A person could a person could see how they might they might become good. They had been bad for a decade and accumulated a bunch of first round high first round draft picks. Had a lot of potentially good good players. Um, and, and honestly, that was that was exciting. It was it was exciting to see a game um, played every day where you might see something amazing, and you had no expectations of actually winning. Um, and it was it was exciting when the Rays passed seventy wins, um, and there was a lot of good feelings at at the end of the end of that season. Um, Two thousand eight of that was 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 a miracle. Um, every every day felt like a team, a team of destiny. It was hard to believe how this thing was actually happening. Um, um, I, there was, there, there, there was almost nothing but good feelings on Tampa Bay Sports Talk Radio, which is, which is amazing for Sports Talk Radio. Um, and and I, I, I think like I would like to bottle that to 2007 feeling because we as Rays fans of this generation can never go back to that. Um, um, when, when nothing is expected and everything is valued. So like since, 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 since then I've seen a, a steady, a steady de- decline um, um, through, through the comment section on Deary's Bay, through Sports Talk Radio, through Twitter, once Twitter became a thing that, that existed and people, people spent time on. Um, which is a steady decline in in the expectations versus joy curve, um, and the more expectations you have as a fan base, the less joy you get out of every every, every baseball game. And 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 really, I I want I want to raise my voice and and encourage people to 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 fight against this. Um, and like, I get it. Um, I used to. Um, um, every time the Rays lost, I would just be filled with. With, with anger, I would tweet snide responses at the big dog Steve Dumeg, rest in peace. Hope hope you're enjoying enjoying this this season, Steve. 
and it it didn't it didn't it didn't help. Um, I think that our our job as 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 fans um, is is to do that thing that that we're the players are 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 always saying, which is don't don't get too high after a win, don't don't get too too low at, after a loss. I personally think that this Rays team has the potential come playoff time to be the best Rays team ever. And and at the same time, I I, I want. I don't want to get to a point where that prevents me from watching a single baseball game out of, out of 162 and enjoying the baseball in it because the expectations swamp the actual baseball. Um, there is in a in a in a 50 win team, there will be players making good good plays. Um, um, these are these are these are the best players in the in the entire world, even when they're losing all the time. Um, if you can't see that. That's on you as 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 a fan, and it's it's not a fun way way to live when you can't see that. So please keep seeing the baseball, focus on the baseball, because there is always some good baseball to find. Um, whether it's a, a bad team, good team, great team, and as I said, I think this I think this this is a potentially great team. Yeah, it's been because this this team, I think at the start of the year, when they were fully healthy, uh, did look like it had another chance to, to, to run it back and win the division again. And you look at how they're playing now, the Yankees, the, the regression monster comes for all of us, right? And, uh, you know, you just hope the Yankees haven't banked enough wins already to where it won't matter when they have a 12-game losing streak in August. Um, but it it I think... It's it's tough uh, dealing with the injuries. I think that might have played a part in, in things that the Rays have done incredibly well that we have come to take for granted. I think playing in, in elite defense, uh, running the bases at an elite level, and last year just overall, you know, we're, we're an elite offensive team. Um, the the lineup was probably maybe more responsible for their success than than the pitching staff was, which was not really the norm for the Rays. And so this year, uh, where there has been, I think, both statistically and just like notably with the naked eye, a, a step back in, in defense and less good results on the bases, I'm, I'm not quite yet ready to say that they are they just magically became worse base runners overnight. Uh, but things that I think we took for granted as Rays fans, you know, it's, it's noticeable when the team is hitting home runs and striking guys out. Um, but the things that we took for granted that have not been as plentiful this year, like defense and base running, that I think has been a little bit more frustrating this season. And, uh, I, I would say I don't I don't think that it's that we took those things for granted. I think that it's that we believe that the Rays' identity was to be good at those things, um, and 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 that's 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 a very different thing because because what so so what the um, what I think where where the creeping negativity comes from is 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 fear. There's 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 this base fear that this this thing we believed about the identity of our team um, either a wasn't true or b was true but won't won't be remembered. So so race teams are race race fans are 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 in, are in this situation where we've had we've had a number of of teams that were were worthy of winning a World Series. Um, were were worthy of 
of playing in the World Series, but but you know, we've had teams that 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 could have made deep playoff runs, and um, if some things had broken right and nothing broke broke right um, in, in in 2009, um, and and they didn't they didn't they didn't even make 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 the playoffs. Um, and and what all this means is that is that without without the World Series, our our experience isn't isn't codified. Our our experience doesn't get our experience as a fan in enjoying and valuing the identity of this team um, doesn't get remembered without work. And 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 we 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 fear that we, we fear having having to carry the memory with us. It it not it it not being. Um, being accepted in in the general baseball world, um, and and that's that's a hard place for the fan fandom to be. So in this moment, I think when we see um, base running lapses, and there is have have always always been been an aggressive base running team, and that that comes with base running outs outs as well. I think overall the Rays are. Are around average in terms of actual value on the bases, while being terrible in terms of of outs. Um, so like there, there 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 are two sides of that. I think I think that they're they're close to being being above average. We should expect them to be above average based on speed. Whatever. Um, it's aggressive when you're safe and reckless when you're out, right? Yes. Um, and I, I think we have we have trouble. Um, sort of letting go of the idea that we are the team that does the base running and the defense right, and and that if um, if that is no longer no longer the case, that that somehow invalidates the years of no World Series of of those qualities not 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 being codified, um, and. Um, my my only plea to 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 my fellow fans is just look look for for the good baseball players because they they are still there they 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 will still be here on the, on this team going going forward. Um, Taylor Walls will not always rush his throws when there's a catcher running. He will he will learn to take his time. Those those flash plays that he's making will 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 eventually become um consistent plays um this this is how how shortstop evaluation works um you don't you don't look at look at errors you look at motions taylor wallace has has the motions um so make sure that you can see those good plays when they happen yeah and there's also i think i, I know i'm guilty of it and i think there are probably some other race fans where the, the ultimate goal of winning the World Series is not something that, that I just want to enjoy. For me as a fan, I think there's also this I told you so idea where we can look at the, the, the people, or the other baseball fans that maybe aren't as accepting of the way the Rays operate and say, I told you so, look, they were good enough to win the World Series, that, that, that external validation that maybe we shouldn't be motivated by. Like, as fa- one, I have no control over how the team performs. But for me, I think I, I have to catch myself. You know, it, the Rays winning the World Series, I should enjoy that for me as a fan and for the players and for everybody involved. Uh, I shouldn't have this, like, backwards, like, schadenfreude where I'm more so enjoying everybody else having to watch the Rays win the World Series and be in disbelief than my own enjoyment. Yeah, and, and I, in that sense, race fans are put upon more than many other 
fan bases. Um, um, I, I, uh, I, I think that there are a lot of people um, for various reasons. Um, some of them, some of them potentially valid, um, um, rooting for the Rays to fail. Um, I think that the majority of people rooting for the, for the Rays to fail, to, to fail do not have valid reasons, even if they are able to um, speak a valid reason. I've, I've got a pet theory about this that makes me sound like a conservative whack job that I won't go into on the podcast, and maybe you should cut this part where I'm talking about it. Um, but okay. but uh, I think I think Rays, Rays fans are forced to do a lot of defending in the public sphere. And, 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 and I, I, for one, as, as a person with more of a public voice in Rays, in Rays fandom than many, find it exhausting. I, I constantly feel like I, I am not doing my job to, um, to sort of defend the, the, defend the goodness in Rays fandom, um, defend and de describe and defend what is what is the raised way. Make it make make it understood um, what the team is, so that they aren't uh, constantly attacked for what the team isn't, and and that's hard, but it's also just too much. Um, I, I've as I've personally become more and more busy with a second kid, a a, a time consuming job. I, I I'm not I'm not I've had to. I've had to accept that I can't defend the Rays the way that I can't defend the Rays fan the way that the Rays fan deserves someone to do. And 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 yeah, so so all I all I can do is 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 put on my own oxygen mask first and, and try and try and try and enjoy baseball. And, I, and I'm 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 doing I'm doing that that this season. I, I think that's what we all need to do: enjoy baseball and enjoy this team that's still. Very, very good, right? Eight games over 500, uh, pretty safely right now in a playoff spot. They're only going to get healthier. Oh, I, I, I should knock on wood when I say that, um, but it can't. It feels like it can't get much worse than it is. So, and and and, and, and they, have, they have they have they have a lot of pitchers who are really very good and are also not yet where they're potentially going. Um, so, like that's that's. That that's almost almost as, as much fun as, as as a pitcher a pitcher a pitcher like like McClanahan who who it's hard to see him going anywhere up from here. Um, there's a lot of race pitchers who it's easy to see going up from where where they are now. Um, so like that's 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 a journey to take with this team. Yeah, definitely, and I and I I'm glad that I'm on that journey. Ian, thank thanks so much for for coming on tonight and, and raising your voice. Thanks, Brad. Appreciate y'all. That, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Raise Your Voice. If you love what we do on the D-Raise Bay Podcast Network, make sure to subscribe or follow on your preferred podcast platform to make sure that every new episode is downloaded directly to your device. Leaving a rating and review is the best way to spread what we do to more and more Rays fans. As always, make sure to head on over to DRaysBay.com for all of the great Rays coverage. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you.